Hi, Lindsay. Hi. You, you have delved deep into the science of grounding, right? Yeah, I love that shit. Oh my gosh. So I got to say, I'm a little bit of a skeptic. So I'm super excited to have this conversation. And I really don't know what it's all about. So like, tell me things, tell us things. Oh, I know. I knew I was going to have to come with all of my peer reviewed stuff to really convince you. So I've got it. <laughs> I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. <laughs> I know like, you don't love the like woo woo like I do. When I think of like the science of grounding, it reminds me of, or it feels like it's akin to, did you see that thing when they want to like suntan your vulva? And so people are like sitting outside. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not heard this? No, I totally missed that trend. And I don't, oh. I can't tell if I'm sad that I did or not. I think it was last year and it had a word, like a term, kind of like grounding has a term. Um, and it was people outside kind of legs up like bearing it all and suntan and apple and apparently that was supposed to be helpful so yeah that's kind like of what I'm thinking of when we're talking about grounding I just, but like okay you have questions ask your questions I do I have so many questions but the biggest one is like did they wear sunscreen <laughs> that's a good it's like can you imagine a sunburn on your vulva and that skin's not really seen light of day in terms and of like that skin I have read is more sensitive than the skin around your eyes that it oh. is like that sensitive yeah but do your the skin does the skin around your eyes like sunburn <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god I you wear sunglasses is, all the time obviously. that is a valid question and so yeah I can't imagine a sunburn on um yeah on my vulva right yeah, so that, that was really the biggest question I had about that. Yeah. Can you imagine like, yeah, like even just wiping after going to the bathroom? Like that's not going to no. good. Imagine no. if it starts to peel. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, man. I like, I'm sorry. I have totally derailed this. <laughs> like, the visual so anyway, questions. So maybe but yes. that's a- Maybe that's a topic for another day, but that is kind of akin to what I think of when I hear about grounding. So you have some convincing to do. <laughs> okay, well, let me start by saying that your vulva has nothing to do with it. Or <laughs> let me rephrase that. You don't need to put your vulva on the ground. <laughs> that your feet, your hands, any other part of your body will do. <laughs> So you can keep her safe and comfortable. But can I? <laughs> well, <laughs> so it turns out by grounding, you might even have better pelvic health. Okay. Okay. So what is grounding? What okay. Is- so the, I don't know, I guess, definition of grounding, or some people call it earthing, which to be honest, that's where I get a little, like, I start picturing the, you know, tinfoil hat people. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to call it grounding for today's purposes. So all it is, is physically connecting our bodies to the earth without a barrier in between like shoes or clothing or floors or <laughs> yes you can still wear your underwear uh, <laughs> um... nudist community right now. <laughs> hey, they are very grounded people I bet there is more than one reason that they are so happy and relaxed <laughs> Fair. so if you saw 
all of the hype last year about how Canada physicians in Canada can now prescribe parks passes to people as a medical prescription that's sort of what got me down this rabbit hole like I need to figure out why in today's medical system where we just completely brush off so many other things we're actually prescribing nature don't get me wrong I live in the Yukon I am all for nature and I know its benefits but I was just so surprised that that was something yeah that the medical system was actually supporting and believing in. Absolutely. And I was so surprised, but so happy. Cause like, I mean, we all know the like nature makes us feel better. If you go for walks, we there's science about that. Right. And maybe that's, I'm about to tell you about it, (laughs) (laughs) but I always thought that was more of a good for your mental health out in nature. Yeah. And to some degree it totally is. I mean, there's the obvious, sort of more mental health, psychological benefits of taking time and space and getting out of the hustle bustle and all of that business. But the part that blew my freaking mind was the physiological benefits. So the things happening on like a cellular level. Do share. (laughs) I don't even know where to start right now. (laughs) Okay. 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 So let's just like back up, not back up, but I don't know. Go over this again. So grounding just means like feet, bare feet on the ground. Yes. And or like sun on my skin or does my skin no. have to be touching ground? Yes. You need to be touching the earth. And so is a tree you- earth? Can I like hug a tree? <laughs> you laugh, but yes. <laughs> Anything that is a living being connected to the earth. So can I even touch that- my dog? Uh, no, because she's not necessarily grounded we don't know this for sure (laughs) the quick side is there's a whole body of research on grounding your pets which really if anyone knows my super anxious dog that's a whole body of research I'm about to dive very deep into (laughs) okay keep us updated okay so touching something that is birthed from the ground (laughs) essentially (laughs) touch the earth Okay. But there are also, I'll say indoor versions of this through technology because the main benefit or the main way that this is beneficial is through electric electrical charge and electrical energy. Okay. So if we remember that we as humans are electromagnetic beings or electrical beings for simplicity our nervous system works on electrical impulses for bodies of water and salts and all of that and so is the earth in fact we are created from only and all of the same compounds and chemicals as earth or elements as earth right so in some way we are one and the same being Mm -hmm. so the earth from lightning strikes, solar radiation, a bunch of environmental dynamics holds a negative charge at all times. So the surface of the earth has a slightly negative charge. Our bodies hold a slightly positive charge all of the time. And the main reason for that, they think, is because we are all, as a global society, not grounded anymore. We wear shoes all the time. 
we live in high-rise buildings, houses. We don't sleep on the ground. We aren't barefoot. We generally don't connect with nature as much because a lot of us live in a concrete jungle. And so we've developed a positive charge. And that happens from a few different things. So one of the main things that that comes from is the processes of our body that produce free radicals. So free radicals, if anyone's heard of, you know, the antioxidant movement, uh, what antioxidants are good for is getting rid of free radicals or neutralizing free radicals. And all those are, are floating little electrons in our bodies. So these get, these floating electrons <laughs> come from <laughs> processes where our body is building energy. So like the main building block for energy in our body is called ATP, which gives me chills. I love this. Back to <laughs> oh man, that gives me like- Krebs cycle? Are you thinking of the Krebs cycle right now? Yes. And that <laughs> thing I could never freaking remember. <laughs> All I remember is your, the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. And yeah. I will and remember you, that phrase until I die. And I think if you go through the entire cycle, aren't you left with six ATP? Yes, that's all I yeah. remember. Yeah. But yes, when you make ATP or when your body is making ATP, which it needs to be making all the time for us to run, it gives off these free radicals or extra electrons. And that's what results in a positive charge if we aren't neutralizing that charge somewhere. So if you've ever walked across a carpet or, you know, flicked your fuzzy blankets in the middle of winter and see sparks and you shock someone, that's your positive charge. So that's your excess buildup of electricity. And when you touch someone, you're grounding that electricity onto them. You're discharging your extra positive charge onto the person, the object, whatever it is. Hmm. So that's so step that number. Mean... Sorry, I'm interrupting. Yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> but does that mean people who that happens to are less grounded than people that it doesn't? Okay, I haven't gotten that far down the rabbit <laughs> hole, but very possibly that's what that means. So if like I meet someone and they like shock me, can I be like, dude, you need to like wear some bare feet? Like <laughs> honestly, I would start recommending it as our own study. Okay. Okay. But you believe that this has happened. You've experienced shocking someone, correct? Correct. Okay, this is step one in convincing Cassie that grounding is science. Everyone has heard it. We have witnesses. <laughs> step two in that <laughs> is if you have worked in, I mean, I think a number of industries, but I'm not up on all my static electrical charges in industries, but the microchip industry is a big one. That if you work in that industry, you actually have to be grounded to be in those manufacturing centers, because if not, however microchips work, which I can barely figure out my email, I'm not going right. to pretend how to work, know how to microchip works, um, you'll actually blow up the circuit of the microchip if you like shocked the microchip. So if your charge is too high, yeah. so yeah, how whatever equipment and PPE they wear has a grounding factor. The other industry that I know will appeal to you so much more is the hospital industry and an OR, that they actually ground a patient in the OR. And there are many, many, many stories um, of fatalities in the OR before they figured out that this was necessary. What? 
So part of it is the amount of metal things and electronic devices that are in there. So those things all contribute to this extra positive charge. But the super interesting part is that our skin provides a bit of a barrier or protection to this static electricity. And as soon as we cut that open, we're no longer a closed environment. Now we are open to the environment and we don't have that same protection against static electricity. So they know that grounding is important to keep us alive in an OR. Like what? Right? Okay. <laughs> so how do they ground us in an OR? So I, it looks like there are many different systems that you can That's use, fair. but it's essentially like some type of pad on the table and that has a wire that is then grounded into what I've come across as like a um, patient grounding device is what I saw in a few places. And it looks like those are in most hospital rooms or patient care areas now. I wondered if that has anything to do with like crash carts and um, yeah. AEDs and that kind of thing, if it has something to do with that electricity, I'm not sure. Because if you think about it, if you use an AED, one of those pads is a ground or one of the yeah. pads on the machine is a ground or virus. Yeah. I'm so curious. I'm going to talk to some of my colleagues uh, at the hospital and find mm -hmm. out. Okay. So you admit that we ground people in hospital. <laughs> well, I admit this is a personal to endeavor to get Cassie to believe in my woo woo. Uh, <laughs> and I just need everyone to witness it. <laughs> I yeah. admit I'm going to look more into it. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. I'll accept that. Okay, so we are electromagnetic beings, all of that good stuff. So, what happens when we spend time? whether it's barefoot and, you know, touching the actual earth or tree or whatever you need to be touching, or it's some of these more indoor grounding systems, I'll call them. Um, what's happening is you're neutralizing this excess positive charge. Right. So our, our positive charge and the earth's negative charge meet in the middle, we transfer electrons and we become neutral. And the cool part is that we can't overdo that because there's no such thing as, you know, trading too many electrons in that case. We just find this neutral ground and stay there. And the things that they have found that that does is crazy, are crazy. Really? So, like what? Anything from immune function is improved, blood flow and circulation are improved, Mood disorders are changed because we're changing the vagus nerve tone along our body. Yeah, there's a lot. There's digestion. And again, if we think about the fact that our nervous system works on electrical impulses, yeah. it makes sense that this would have an effect on basically every system and process in our body. It is actually so crazy to think about. Like there was a time I delved deep into... Well, I shouldn't say that deep because it's complex stuff, but like quantum physics. And oh, <laughs> if you guys yes. know what quantum physics is, it's pretty freaking bananas. So if you go back to what, like, when do you learn about electrons and, and uh, protons and all that stuff? Like, is that like biology? Is that like, 
Yeah, like, like grade nine, ten physics kind of stuff. Biology. Yeah, or, or just chemistry. general. I don't, I don't know. know all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but if you like go back to that grade nine science, like basically like the electrons spin, right? And they spin in opposite directions. And with quantum physics, they were finding that if they separated it. Um, and they changed the direction of spin and one was in LA and one's in freaking like, I don't know, on the East coast, the other changed direction of spin too. Like, it's just like, it makes no sense. It feels like wizardry. Um, so I guess I can appreciate that something as simple as maybe standing on the earth might have an effect. Um, on, <laughs> but like, I mean, if quantum physics is real, then maybe this is real. Right? Too. <laughs> she believes in quantum physics and she, but <laughs> she refuses to accept grounding. <laughs> but, okay. So while we're on this, like idea of we can accept this and not this think about vitamin d how do we produce vitamin d in our bodies or what produces vitamin d what helps us well we get it from the sun right Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm just gonna let you sit with that for a second (laughs) yeah we do the sun helps us create it in our body Yeah, so a protein in our skin absorbs the UV rays. That protein then signals this other thing to happen to make this pre-vitamin, and then that signals something else to happen that makes vitamin D. So if we can accept that this magical sunlight is what gives (laughs) us this, you know, very important vitamin in our bodies, why can't we accept this really, really basic idea of electricity? I mean, it's a logical conclusion that we (laughs) and we harvest electricity from the earth, like from water, from the ground. Like it's in there. We know that. Does water count as earth? (laughs) That's a stupid question because, like, okay, if we're to for these purposes, yes, it does because it water actually augments the negative charge from the earth because it's sitting on or in the earth then why don't we get like electrocuted when we're swimming is that a stupid question (laughs) no but do you bring your hair dryer in the bathtub with you (laughs) but if we're positive and it's negative would that have an effect no that's where we're neutralizing you're right you're right yeah all right just asking for people who might (laughs) (laughs) just asking for a friend i get it (laughs) so now that i've got you very slightly on board with this idea i'm going to tell you some of the mind-blowing things that i came across okay what so like i said they kind of assume that this positive charge we've acquired it through essentially the evolution of society that We used to always be barefoot, sleeping on the ground, and we were very connected to the earth. Over time and modernization and industrialization, blah, 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 we've lost that connection. Mm -hmm. So they've done some studies about the amount of charge compared to how far you are from the surface of the earth. Okay. found that for every meter off of the earth, the meter is not very big. No. We build an extra 300 volts of electrical charge in your body. Okay. I'm no electrician. That doesn't (laughs) necessarily give me a great sense. Yeah. But 
in that same study and many after, they actually found that there's an increased risk of stroke and cardiovascular events in people that live in multi-story buildings and homes. Really? And that number is gigantic. It's a 40% increase in your stroke risk living in a multi-story home. Yeah, because you are that much further from the ground. And if you wow. think about a lot of especially big city centers, you live on the 20th floor and you work on the 20th floor. Maybe you take the subway in from one to the other and get a little negative charge on your way. <laughs> but for the most part, you are like physically so disconnected from the earth at all times. That's really crazy to think about. Yeah, like 40% is huge. Yeah. So that is the scary negative side of the statistic. <laughs> but the really cool part is how quickly we can actually feel the effects of grounding. So they've done a lot of studies that show 30 minutes a day for one to two weeks will drastically improve a lot of health outcomes like blood pressure, um, even insulin resistance and some things like that. They found a lot of inflammatory disorders respond well. So even rheumatoid arthritis, um, IBS, Crohn's colitis, a lot of autoimmune things respond really well to decreasing inflammation. So one of the biggest studies that I found was something that looked or something, a study that looked at something called your Zeta potential. And your Zeta potential is like the measure of electrokinetic energy or the strength of the negative charge that's on the surface of our red blood cells. Okay. Okay. And that, what that Zeta potential does is it maintains the spacing of our red blood cells within our blood. And that's what dictates the viscosity or the thickness of our blood. Okay. Okay. With me so far? Zeta potential, negative charge on your red blood cells. That means how much they repel each other or how far apart they stay. So after two hours of grounding, there was a 270% increase in your Zeta potential in these study subjects, which means that it actually had a blood thinning effect on these people who were already healthy individuals. Okay. So they didn't necessarily need a blood thinning effect. Um, and the hypothesis there, they didn't think it was ethical to test this on people who would need to stop taking blood thinners, obviously. Um, yep. But the hypothesis from that study is that if someone who actually had coagulation issues or, you know, needed thinning, um, if they were to do this, that the results would likely be even more impressive and more noticeable because they started with such a thick blood or high viscosity. Interesting. Yeah. And so if you can have a blood thinning effect after just putting your feet, bare feet on the ground for two hours, in theory, you could manage a wide variety of cardiovascular risks. Yeah. Without 
diet and exercise and the things that a lot of us really struggle with keeping a consistent effort in. Hmm. Yeah. That's so interesting. Oh, you're no. so annoyed with me because like, you know where my brain's going right now? <laughs> what myth do it's I have not- to dispel now? <laughs> <laughs> it's not, but for some reason, whenever I hear something like this or something new, I always go to like, um, like the anomaly cases. <laughs> so in my brain, all I can think of is like the department at the hospital that deals in like bleeding disorders. <laughs> and like, does that mean that people who have this on, like, these bleeding disorders shouldn't grow up because it's gonna thin their blood even more? <laughs> okay, I am no coagulation expert, so I cannot speak to that specifically, but I'm going to guess that regulating their blood pressure and decreasing their inflammation is probably not a bad thing. Okay, yeah. And that perhaps that would have an effect on their blood viscosity and coagulation. <laughs> I don't know that for sure. I'm but I feel sure. like decreasing your systemic systemic inflammation can't be a bad thing. No, you're right. It definitely can't be. Hmm. That's so funny. But yeah, I know my brain, that's just how it works. I always find the like the exception (laughs) oh I know like I said I came ready for (laughs) your objections to this idea (laughs) they yeah one thing you can't totally dismiss is the I'm gonna forget what they're called but the thermogenic thermo the thermal images where you can see heat and blood flow yeah so most of the studies that look at this that's a big outcome measure that they use, you know, they do a lot of subjective things like how people feel and um, depression and anxiety measures and those kind of things. But physically they do a lot of blood work and a lot of circulatory imaging. Okay. So in every single study, there is a marked difference after anywhere from 30 minutes a day for, you know, consecutive days to just a two hour period, one time, like in a very acute situation. And every single time there's a change in the blood flow and circulation and the areas that are shown as like hot heat centers, which they sort of associate with inflammation that matches a subjective rating of improvement of pain, stiffness, dysfunction. Interesting. Yeah. And they, a lot of people report like a beauty effect and feeling Ooh. younger or looking younger. And so they, there's another study I came across that looks specifically at the microcirculation in your face. And same thing after two hours of grounding, there is way more circulation around your face, which they assume also leads to more circulation to your brain. Yeah. Again, can't be a bad thing. <laughs> no, <definitely not. laughs> so if I can't convince you to do it for your health, at least <laughs> convince you to do it for your beauty and your anti-aging routine. Oh, I love it. I mean, you make some pretty good points here. I do have questions. And I don't Fire away. Keep talking if you have more. <laughs> no. Fire away. Is it like more is better? So either in terms of frequency, duration, or surface area of your body. Yes. (laughs) Like if I lay naked on the ground, is that better than standing barefoot? 
you just want to get your vulva out there and start a new trend. I see where this is going. <laughs> and I think we talked about it. It was already, already, already trendy last year. I know, but it wasn't about putting it on the ground. That's true. <laughs> but yes, you are right that surface area can be helpful. Timing can also be helpful. So the original grounding, if we think like from a, an ancestral evolutionary view, was that we would sleep on the ground. So okay. not only were we barefoot and that was great, but when we sleep is when our body is healing and when it's trying to, um, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but get rid of the free radicals and, yep. you know, um, process and detox all of that. And so a lot of studies look at grounded sleeping. And again, that could either be truly outside on the earth, or they have these things called grounding mats. And it's basically a mat you put over your mattress or on the floor or wherever you want to sleep uh, that has a low level electrical charge and a grounding cord to it. So I don't, I'll be honest. It kind of freaks me out a little bit because it feels yeah. like you're sleeping on some kind of electrical bed and yeah. that seems dangerous, but all of the research looks very promising. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it swears it's safe, which again, if you're grounding patients in the OR, it's probably a very similar technology and it's just been adapted for home use because they look like just your average mattress pad. And okay. then there's a cord to them. Mm -hmm. So yes, timing, frequency, duration can all make a big difference, but a lot of studies look at just 30 minutes a day. So it doesn't have to be anything crazy to get really noticeable and quick benefits. Okay. So 30 minutes a day, spending some time on the ground. Exactly. So, so like, I know, I like, really, let's offer some examples. <laughs> let's think on the <laughs> What are some ways you could maybe not laying naked, but obviously like just bare feet, right? I mean, do you? But think or about like how good it grass. feels those first few steps when it's nice and warm in the summer and you put your feet in the grass. Like think about how good that feels. And yeah. I know there's gonna be some people who are like, ew, grass. I don't want that touching me and it's itchy. Um, <laughs> maybe we need to get you guys a grounding mat. But okay, I have a question. Okay. So does that mean like barefoot on like the driveway or sidewalk? That's not earth. That's that it doesn't still count? counts to some degree because it is still a like earthly compound, if you will. But <laughs> yes, but it's better to be on natural materials. So grass. Okay wood, dirt, that kind okay. of thing. Okay. Yeah. Even like a gravel driveway is better than like a poured concrete kind of thing because that is manufactured versus yeah. little pebbly rocks. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, you could stand in grass. You could sit on a tree. Yeah. Not on a tree, but like lean against it. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, what some of the studies are actually is to lean against a tree um, and like, say, you know, if mindfulness or meditation or something is part of your routine already to do that in contact with the ground. So yes, you could do it as easily as sitting on like a patio chair, but with your feet in the grass. 
to do your, oh, that like, to sense. have your morning coffee. Like it can be so, yeah. so easy. Okay. I and like I think that. for me, that's like the biggest appeal is mm-hmm. I will fully admit, I don't always want to make time for exercising and eating perfectly and doing all of the things for my health. Yeah. And I often, I'm not doing all of them well at one time, but if this is something that I can do that fits in my life, it's not adding something. It's just putting my feet in the grass or whatever it might be, um, whatever version of earth that might be for you. Like that just seems so manageable and it benefits like every part of your health and physical being. Yeah. Well, I will give you, there's not really much negative consequence of this. So I'll accept that. What does it hurt? And (laughs) it does seem like you've done your research. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now what your homework is, is I would like you to put your feet in the grass for 30 minutes a day. And I want you to journal every day about how amazing you feel (laughs) and take your blood pressure every day and report back to us in two weeks. Okay. How perfect your health is a lower blood pressure in two weeks. Yes. Lower blood pressure, more mental clarity. You shouldn't get sick because your immune system should be thriving. Okay. Your mood should be better. Somewhere, somewhere, I really don't know where, I have a blood pressure cuff. So you know what? Stay tuned. Oh, I will. Basically, I accept your challenge. (laughs) Yes. Guys, I think I have finally at least half convinced her. Stay tuned for the full conviction it might take me like two weeks to find the blood pressure like cuff thing because it's in a we'll wait closet somewhere but i'll do it we'll wait she's okay. trying to make excuses but we'll wait preemptively <laughs> i'm priming you to not yeah. <laughs> oh, darn, i couldn't find it so i don't I know you. <laughs> well i'm excited to hear how incredible your health is in two weeks from now all right lens like I don't know. It's pretty cool stuff. It's definitely interesting and it's piqued my curiosity and stay tuned. (laughs) I will and get outside. I can do that. I can most definitely do that. You guys, I won't be recording any podcasts for the next two weeks because I'm just going to be spending all my time outside. So bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.